You're listening to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. We'll talk about safety, managing your money, and real life out on the road. Our group has over 100 years of combined real-world driving experience. You've got questions, we've got answers. Hello, and welcome to Trucking 101, Surviving Your First Year. My name is Rick, and beside me is my gorgeous wife, Melissa. Today's episode is all about making a plan for the future. That is a very broad scope and includes career and personal goals. It does center around goals and goal setting. Whatever you want to accomplish, you need to get out of your head and on paper. If you write your goals down, it is not a goal, it's just a wish. Special people. Uh, There are some special people, probably about 10% of the people, they can think of a goal and have it in their head and accomplish it. But that is not the majority of people. Uh, about 90% of plans fail due to improper execution, which means you don't set a goal. So uh, Rick and I are definitely not one of those special people. So uh, we drove around for years thinking about things and wanting things and not writing them down. So obviously we never accomplished anything. We didn't start to accomplish anything major in our business until we wrote our goals down. We talked about doing, going to Landstar and buying our own trailer for years, and it didn't happen. Not until we, we properly set our goals. We uh, went to the CMC one year. So I guess it would have been our, our first year, which is about four years ago. And part of the CMC is you sit there and you uh, write out your goals. It's actually in a workbook that you're given with the first of the CMC, and you go through it with, with Kevin. And that year, we set for our goal to be at Landstar the next year. And as soon as we got to Landstar, the sidebar on our goal was to buy a trailer because that's one of the reasons we wanted to go to Landstar. You're, so you're kind of rushing through it. It actually took a course uh, over about two years. The first CMC, we set a goal to go to Landstar, and we oh, went that's through, right. that's we right went through all the, yep, the entire right. process, yep. and then throughout that whole next year, we worked on it, yep. and at the next CMC, what happened? We were accepted while we were at the CMC by, by Landstar, which you have to go through a you know process where they check out your driving record and, and everything else about your life, because they want nothing but the best, and there's times in my life my driving life, when I didn't think that uh, that I was the best because I had you know little glitches in my driving record and so on. So it was a uh, a real achievement to go to Landstar. Right, and we had been thinking about doing that, like we said, for a very long time, and never did anything about it until we wrote our goal down and wrote out an action plan to achieve it. Um, and then after we were accepted to Landstar, we immediately started working on the next goal, which was to buy our own trailer. And I actually went one step further on that one. They, there's this signature trailer that uh, Kevin Rutherford came up with. Well, he designed, and then he Spec'd found out. somebody. He specced it out, and he found somebody, a company to build it. And they had, uh, like, a promo on display at the Dallas Truck Show. And so we went there. They had it on display on the floor. I took a picture of it, and I printed it out, and I wrote in Sharpie on the picture, our goal is to buy this trailer by September of 2015. 
2014, sorry. 2014, because yeah. the trailer's two years old now. Yeah. So I wrote that on Sharpie, and then I hung it up right above uh, the driver in the passenger seat in the center of the truck, so we saw it every day. And we bought that trailer July of 2014. So there you go. It's, it's funny how, how goals work. Uh, another thing that happened based on the, the exact situation that Melissa's talking about was we also, when we set our goal to go to Landstar, we had uh, found a picture in the in the trucker magazine, and it was a picture of a Coronado, which we have a Coronado, going down the road with Landstar on the side of it, and we took that and put it up on uh, uh, above our... Uh, right, that was another part of our goal for yeah. going to Landstar, yeah, visualization. Yeah. That's, that's a good tip. Uh, it's just a little something extra, something you can look at every day. You can take your goal, your actual written goal, without a picture and hang it up so you can see it every day. You know, you can hang it up in your truck, uh, you know, because we're truck drivers, so that's where we are most of the time. Some people say put it on your bathroom mirror. You know, if you're home a lot, I guess you could do that. But um, there is... So, well, there's, let's finish that story. When, okay. What I'm talking about is is how your goals make things happen. When we went to Landstar, you, you go to orientation. At, I mean, I believe it's uh, three days long. And actually, the the very first day we were at orientation, we were uh, sitting there, getting ready to go someplace in our truck, and we heard this truck come roaring down the road. And we look up, and it's it looks exactly like this Coronado we've been looking at for over a year in in our truck every day, and. Uh, Truck pulls in and, and parks right in front of us, and, and uh, I, as soon as I saw it, I recognized the truck. I recognized the truck as the truck in the picture, so I took the picture, tore it down, and I walked over to the guy, and I said, is this your truck, and held it up to him, and he goes, yeah. I said, that's been up on, we've been looking at this for a year. We just signed on with Landstar. Thanks for your help. You know, it was really cool. We got to know, we got to know him. Uh, uh, the guy's name was Mike, and his wife's name was Jackie, and and uh, we spent a couple of days together. We ran into them a couple other times, and, and uh, it was just like they were kind of there when we were going into Landstar. You know, they were. We met them at a truck, two different truck shows, and uh, it just seemed like we were running into them all the time, where we could ask them questions and things like that. Yeah, and at this point, you know, Rick had been driving for uh, say nine years. Nine years, yeah. And I had been driving for eight. And we've talked about, as long as I can remember, the entire time I was on his truck since I met him, uh, we talked about going to Landstar and buying our own trailer. Eight years later is when we accomplished it. But we didn't actually set the goal to do it until, uh, well, with the trailer, with Landstar, it was uh, one year before that, and the trailer was the next year. it seems like they happened at the same time because we've worked on Landstar for such a long time and then we got into Landstar and then immediately we bought the trailer like a couple of months later. But it was it was a two-year process to go over to Landstar and buy our own trailer. And we never would have accomplished it if we hadn't written down the goals. Nope, it didn't, it didn't really become a reality until in our heads down. until we had it written down. At that point... It was like it magic. Was, yeah, it was yeah. no longer going to be something we wanted to do. It was something we were going to do. And we both attribute that to the fact that we finally got off our butts and sat down and, and wrote our goals. 
and that writing goals are magic. You know, they're absolute magic. It seems that way. It, it seems that way, but it just it it activates happen. certain areas of your brain. Yeah, it makes you aware of what's going on around you, so that when the opportunity that comes along with that goal mm-hmm. presents itself to you, for lack of a better word, it, or better saying, you're ready to to grab hold of it. You know, and that's what we did. Right. That's another aspect of it is focus. You see what you're focused on. Whatever yeah. you're focused on, that's yeah. what you're going to see. So yeah. if you're focused on your goal, you're going to see things that are going to help you achieve that. So there's a particular process that you're supposed to go through. Uh, this is the process that we went through. Um, there's a little workbook in the CMC manual when you go, and there's an entire day on goal setting. And that's what we did, both CMCs. We we filled this out and and achieved both goals. So and that that had never happened to us before. Yeah, and it never it, it it the reason that we're talking about this to you right now is that you're you're within your first year. You know, and and time is is ticking away on you. It's not ticking away; it's going by. And you know, one of the things that that I feel like is we cost us a lot of money not to do this sooner. You know, so so the reason we're talking about this to you now is because you need to start setting your own goals and making your own plans for the future. You need to start making decisions about whether or not you want to continue to be a company driver. Or if you do want to become an owner-operator, and uh, believe me, uh, there's nothing better than being an owner-operator. The, uh, the people out here that uh, that set their goals and and make them happen, you know, they're they're happy with what's going on in their lives. You know, there are people that become owner-operators that don't set their goals, and a lot of them flounder for many years. I've heard guys on uh, Kevin Rutherford's show. You know, that have said, you know, flat, I've been a truck driver for 30 years and I never was successful at it. I always made a living, you know, until I until I started listening to your show, Kevin, and started doing the things that you talk about doing, which one of the main things he talks about is setting goals. You know, I, ha- I haven't been successful. And, and now, in a very short period of time, I'm, I'm successful, you know. Yeah, and obviously our recommendation is to be an owner-operator because that's where we feel you have the most success. But if you don't see yourself as an owner-operator and you want to be a company driver, you can have a very successful career as a company driver, but you still need to set goals because you want to make sure you're with a good company that pays you well and treats you right if you're going to be with them as a driver for your entire career. So you need to set goals. You need to do research still, even as as a company driver, if you want to make that your entire career. Whatever you decide to do, if you want to accomplish it and have the most impact on your life most success most success you need to set goals and write them down and the same thing applies for personal goals you know anything you want to accomplish you know buying a house losing weight buying a car um little things exercising you know anything if you want to accomplish it you need to go through this process and write it down it seems silly for for small stuff but um just think about it new year's resolutions i mean those do not work. I mean, people say January 1st, I'm going to do this, so I'm going to start exercising, I'm going to lose weight, and how many of them actually accomplish that? Because they don't write them down. They right. very few. If you want to do it, you have to go through the goal-setting process. So the goal-setting process, uh, it's uh, based on a system called SMART. That's an acronym for Specific, Measurable, Attainable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. So 
You want a specific goal with clearly stated and defined actions. Measurable with measurable outputs defined according to criteria, quantity, quality, time. Yeah. Attainable, and that's just, you know, you want to make sure that it's achievable and realistic, you know. Relevant, you want it to be aligned with your business needs or personal needs, whatever the goal happens to be, business or personal. And finally, time-bound. You want it to be set within a clear time frame, like the trailer goal. I took a picture of the trailer. I wrote on the, sh on the, on the picture with Sharpie, we will buy this trailer by September 2014. We bought it in July. We got it done early. So um, you need to have clear descriptions of what your goal is going to be. You need to have a way to measure it. Uh, you need to know that you can do it. And it needs to be something that you think you can do. You need you feel to feel you can do. That you, you know you can that do. You, right. Uh, and when you're writing out the goals, you want to write out the level of effort you're going to put into it. You know, that'd be an action plan. What are you going to do to achieve this goal? Uh, and then you need a start and an end date. Start it on this date, accomplish it on this date. So there's three very important aspects of goal setting. The SMART system is definitely the system you want to follow, but if you don't do anything else, number one, write it down. I mean, if you write it down on a piece of paper and you don't even look at it uh, any other time, there's a strong possibility that you might accomplish it. Uh, you increase your level of success by adding these other factors into it, but if you do nothing else, write it down. And then uh, increase your success even more by tracking the goal. Write it down. Track your progress. You can do it on pen and paper. There's apps out there you can use. There's websites out there you can use, however you want to do it. The third reason, which is not part of the SMART system, it's just something that increases your chances of success. You need to have a very strong why. If you don't make your goal emotional, excuse me, if you don't make your goal emotional, you reduce your chances of success. Okay, so that is pretty much all we had on goal setting. We had our goal setting success story. We went through the process. And now we are going to bring on two special guests. We're going to bring on Rebecca Suzanne and Seth Jackson. And they're going to tell a goal setting story about how they became owner operators using this process. Hi, guys. How you doing? Can you hear us? Are you there? Rebecca and Seth, are you guys there? Oh, no. Okay. Sounds like we have technical problems. Okay, let's try this. Maybe this number. Okay. I don't know what this number is. <laughs> I don't know if this is Rebecca and Seth or not. Are you guys there? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we're... Can you oh, hear us? Okay, got it. Yes, <laughs> got you now. Okay, good. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, that's okay. That not 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 a problem. Thanks so much for having us on the on the show. This is it was really inspiring listening to your goals. Right. Um and um it also reminds us 
um, of um, goals that we haven't written down yet, um, but that were um, we have slated. Do. Right, we have slated this time at home right. um, to work on some of our goals. But um, one goal story that we did have was buying our truck, um, and um, what. Um, worked so much for us on that was kind of floundering around about it for a year. <laughs> like you were saying, um, in that we had decided, okay, we're going to buy a truck. We want to be company drivers because I really agree with you guys. It's, it's, if you're going to earn a living driving a truck, you need to be an owner-operator because it's the only way you're going to have control over your life. Um, and so if you are finding that it's hard to have control over your your diet, um, you'll have more control when you become an owner-operator because you can make it so you can get to the grocery store. You can make it so you've got time to go for a walk um, and all those kinds of things. So I'm, I'm totally um, in agreement that becoming an owner-operator is just the way to go to drive a truck. Yes, far, yes as far as determining your own schedule goes. So we um, had been driving five years um, when we decided that we would become owner-operators. And what happened was that I had a bicycle accident and I broke my shoulder. And I was off work for, like, from... About three months. Yeah, from, like, September to December to the end of the year. And up until that time, we really weren't sure whether or not we wanted to stay truck drivers, what we wanted to do. And during that time, I really had an opportunity to do some soul searching, and we decided that, yes, we did want to do this, and we were going to buy a truck. So we started saving money. And at the end of the year, we looked at (laughs) our savings account, and we had something like, $1,500, $2,000. Fifteen hundred dollars, two thousand dollars, couple thousand, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And we're like, okay, this isn't working. We really have to get serious about this if we're going to buy a truck. And so then it's just like you said, all these opportunities started coming to us um, to make it possible for us to buy a truck. Right. Um, we had um, uh, an opportunity to refinance our house so that we could put all the money that we were um, originally um, putting toward toward the interest. We now had a lower house payment, and we could take that money, and we could put that towards um, saving for the truck. Um, We also quit our – we postponed um, retirement contributions. Yeah, we we stopped contributing toward our retirement for a while. And we put that money toward the truck. And every week when we got our paycheck, the first thing that we did was we got our pay and we put aside the amount that would have gone toward the house payment and we put aside the amount that would have gone toward the toward retirement. Toward retirement and we put that in the ledger and we had a ledger. And with financial goals, we've always found that that has just helped us so much is that we have ledgers for Everything. Everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have a ledger for all the money that comes into our house and, you know, so that we can see where it's going. And we just kept, you know, every week we'd get that paycheck, we'd plunk it away, and it would just, you know, every time that we looked at that, 
it was another reminder, we're going to buy a truck, we're going to buy a truck, we're going to buy a truck, we're going to buy a truck. Um, it took us three years to save up to the save money enough, yeah. to buy the truck. But, you know, the reinforcements, like you had the picture in the truck. Um, we knew we wanted um, a pre-emission truck. Um, and we didn't have a picture of the truck in our truck, but what we did have was we had that ledger, and every week, you know, we would see that, and it was just such a reinforcement for us um, so that we could it, we could look every week and see how we were doing. Were we getting closer? Were we farther away? Um, and we had to um, move our goals a couple of times because, our original intention was to buy a truck within two years, um, and it took three, and my parents passed away in that time window, and that kind of delayed things. But that's fine, you know. It's just like you if you don't meet a goal by the goalpost, you know, you get to move the goalpost. But right. you can't score the goal if you don't know where the goalpost is. So you've got to have something to aim toward. And so for us, that weekly reinforcement of looking at that ledger every week, every week, every week, how close are we, how far are we, was just what did it for us. And so that was our story of of how that goal setting worked for us to be able to get our own truck. Um, And the other thing that really helped us a lot along the way was that part of the budget that we set aside was going to the CMC. So we not only had the budget of buying the truck, but part of the money was along the way was, you know, paying for the CMC so that we could go to that and get advice and know what to do, what we were looking for when we got our truck. And so that's, that's our story of goal setting that really, really worked for us and enabled us to change our lives because it has changed our lives. It has, yeah. You know, we we get to participate in things. You know, we used to never, ever be able to be off for our birthday. Um, one year we got, like, within 150 miles from home, like, on December 21st or something yeah, like that, and they like turned us around and sent us to Minnesota. Um in December, um, and you know, you know what the roads are like, that. right? Especially we, in the upper north, you know, upper Midwest. We ended up getting home for Christmas that year, like at nine o'clock on Christmas Eve, um, which mm-hmm. there's not a lot of places to go buy a Christmas tree. <laughs> yeah. So now we're home for all those things because that's important to us, and that's what we want to do. So it's improved our lives in every aspect. We have our wonderful pets. We couldn't have pets as company yeah. drivers. Now we have cats. Um, so it's it's wonderful. And it was because we set a goal, and we worked until we got it. Um, but now it's just the first goal, you know, and we're in the process of deciding what that next goal it's is. Be, yeah. yeah, you know, it's like we know that in another 200,000 miles or so, we're going to have to either in-frame this truck or get something else. And now I'm like, I want a Schneider glider. I want a Schneider <laughs> Which that that's still under discussion. Right. So we haven't decided on the goal yet, but we're we're discussing what the next goal is gonna be. But when you set one goal, it sets you up to one another goal. So Yeah. So yeah, that's the way it worked with us. I mean that we immediately moved into the, the trailer goal. 
Um, right. At right. one point, right. they were running concurrently. But so, at what point uh, during the process of you deciding to buy your own truck did you attend the CMC? Uh, we first we attended the first CMC in 2014, so two years ago. And, we, and this was before, yeah, that was before we actually bought the truck. That wasn't until the next year. Yeah, so we yeah we attended the CMC used to be in August, so we attended the CMC in 2014 in August. Right. And then we bought our truck in February of 2015. Of 2015. So about maybe. Okay. Um, a year and a quarter before we actually got the truck, we attended the CMC. And I had listened to Kevin ever since he's been on the air. Um, and I, you know, it never occurred to me that it would be possible for me to own a truck because, you know, I knew they cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. And we bought a house in um, 2006. Yeah, 2006. 2006. And at that point, I was kind of like, well, should we buy a house or should we buy a truck? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> and, you know, it never occurred to me that I could have both. I could have a house and I didn't have to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars, that there was another way for me to be able to get into um, owning a truck. So, so um they have that. Kevin has that entire day of goal setting at the CMC. Uh, how valuable did you find that day? Oh, in, it was in, quite valuable. Yeah, quite valuable. Yeah, quite valuable because, you know, it just really kind of helped focus us in um, on, yeah, yeah. And um, not only was it the whole thing of the goal setting, but that, when you go to the CMC, the people that you meet there are leaders. The people that you meet there are the people who have done it, who are successful, who are looking to be successful. And so the goal-setting activity combined with being around leaders in the industry was really, really helpful because it's like I can be a leader too. I've been given the steps. I've been given the knowledge you know, if I put forth the effort, this knowledge is out here for me. I just have to grab it. And that, you know, grabbing that knowledge together with my effort will make me successful. Um, and that's what's so beautiful about um, the tribe around Let's Truck is that the knowledge is there. And so if you're willing to put the work in behind the knowledge, you can be successful. And it's it's just really where I feel so blessed and so fortunate. And I talk to people all the time, and I'm just always amazed when people, no, I don't listen to XM, or no, you know, I used to have an XM radio and I got rid of it, or, right. you know. Yeah. I'm always just amazed at that. I'm like, no, no, no. You just got to stand there slack-jawed. And yeah, yeah. No, what? no, no. You need to be listening, you know. And and um, the yeah, place where the, we get really, our mail. I'm sorry? So the, the ones oh. that really, uh, I guess, drive me crazy are the ones who say they did listen to it. They just, for some reason or another, they don't believe what they're hearing. And, and yeah. basically they haven't right. listened to it closely enough understand that they actually can get something from the stuff that Kevin is talking about. 
and from listening to the other people that call into the show, you know, they can learn stuff from them, you know, about how to how to run the business, how to have the business and so on. Well, that goes back to what Melissa was saying. You get what you focus on, you know. And if you're focused on, well, that can't be right, that can't be true, that that can't happen, well, then guess what? (laughs) It won't, you know, because you're so focused on what they're saying to me, you know, this is impossible. I I don't believe that. You know, that can't be done. Well, then it can't. And it won't. You know, then it won't. Um, and so being open is just such an important thing, you know, because we all we all learn from one another, and um, you have to believe that you can do something before um, you can you can achieve it. If you can see it and believe it, then you can achieve it. If you can't see it and believe it, then no, then you won't ever achieve it. And there's lots of opportunity all around us to see examples of people who are successful that we can, you know, learn from. So let me ask you, uh, you guys, I just want to make everybody aware of this. You guys attended the CMC before you actually bought your truck. Do you feel like you learned a bunch of stuff and maybe avoided a lot of mistakes by attending the CMC before you bought your truck? Oh, yeah. Yes, we avoided a ton of mistakes. We still made a ton, but (laughs) (laughs) but we, you know, we certainly avoided a lot, and everything that we learned at the CMC was, so helpful, so helpful. Um, we knew that um, we knew how to set up our our bookkeeping system um, before we got to the CMC. Uh, we knew how to set up our business before we got to the CMC because it's not only buying the truck. You know, you have to go through the process of you know registering your business and getting your tax ID number and all that stuff. And we we knew all that stuff, and we weren't dependent on the carrier to do it. Um, we understood about insurance, so um, we knew to like we have some insurance with our carrier, and we have some insurance with OOIDA because on one item our carrier is better, on another item OOIDA is better. Um, and so had we not gone to the CMC, we wouldn't have really known how to shop for the insurance so that we would get the best insurance deals possible. Right. Um, so that was incredibly helpful. Um, it was incredibly helpful to meet other people and hear their stories of what they did to buy a truck. Um, that was helpful. So if you're planning on buying a truck, part of the budget is, your tuition for the CMC. You just plan that into the budget, just like buying the truck. Um, and, and you'll be really happy that you did that. Um, so I highly, highly okay. recommend it. That's, that's, that's awesome. I'm so glad we were able to get you guys on the show to talk about that because that's what we would recommend too. We didn't have the opportunity ourselves to, to do that, but I'm glad we were able to have somebody on the show that had that experience and was able to share it. Yeah, we so, got to do. Uh, we got to make our make all the mistakes that yeah. everybody makes, and yeah. then we got to learn how to do it right. So we got to do both things. Fortunately, we didn't go broke during the first part, and when we got to the CNC and learned how to and started listening to Kevin and then got to learn how to do it, you know, then it made everything that much easier in our business. 
Yeah, we uh, we really appreciate you guys calling in, and uh, we look forward to possibly talking to you on future podcasts. So thank you guys very much. Great. Oh, thank you Thanks so for much having for having us, and we're really excited about listening to these podcasts, and thank you guys so much for doing them. It's really going to benefit a lot of people. Blessings to you both. Namaste. Namaste. Same to you. Thank you very much. Talk to you later. Thanks. You're welcome. Okay. Uh, we have two other guests on the line. Um, they're going to talk about goal setting and achievement. First is Russ Morgan. Everybody's heard Russ before. I think he's one of the favorites on the show. Hi, Russ. How you doing? Hey, Russ. Uh, uh, I'm doing uh, better now. I actually achieved the goal today. Uh, yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, get the air conditioner fixed on the truck. <laughs> I, don't I, need to, I don't guess I need to explain why on that one. <laughs> No, it's June as we record this. I don't know when it's going to air, but as we record it, it is June. So, yes, you need the AC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I definitely need the AC. But, uh, uh, man, I uh, I roll into the shop up here in Carlisle, and uh, I've built an excellent relationship with this shop. And I said, hey, y'all have a condenser for my truck? And they said, yeah, roll it around to Bay 12. Put it Bay 12, bam, bam, bam. I mean, in an hour, I was done. Uh, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Yeah, and, and went and got a couple other parts, and then taking care of some other business. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, goal setting. Uh, I guess uh, my big one uh, that uh, I've set for uh, for our business. Mine and Becky's are uh, they're similar, but a little different. But uh, my big one, you know, uh, y'all know we own four trucks now, and. Uh, yep. Where I want to get with it is uh, where when I'm in my 60s, I don't have to be out here driving the truck. Now, will I probably crawl out of the truck? Probably not, because I enjoy what I do. But I don't want to have to be out here in the truck. Uh, so that is the ultimate goal here with uh, uh, with our business uh, is uh, you know to have uh, what I call mailbox money. Uh, where if I want to go and play with my grandkids, play with my kids, uh, go fishing, uh, take off a month and go hunting, I can do it. And that is, has been my ultimate goal. Uh, I guess since, I don't know, probably for about the last three years since we've really been working on this business, is to actually get to that point to where you know I don't have to get out here and work. Uh, like I am this year. I mean, I've been home one time this year, and that's fixing to change. But, uh, you know, uh, as soon as I can get to that point, uh, or, well, I guess I can you know, keep working to that point to where, you know, if I want to hang out for a month and play with the grandkids, that's what I'm going to do. So, so uh, what system are you using? Like, what is your process for setting and achieving your goal? Uh, well, Every day I get up, and uh, I kind of do the Kevin thing. Uh, every morning I get up, I, uh, I think about what I'm thankful for, uh, and sit down and uh, you know I look at uh, some of our numbers and, and and what are we doing, uh, you know, with the numbers. Uh, you know, right now I've got a uh, we've had some trucks down. Just kind of running through the business process. Uh, moving towards that, and Becky and I have been actually discussing, you know, 
Uh, do we go up in trucks? Do we go down in trucks? Uh, you know, when we were a little smaller, we actually did better. So it's a constant changing process of sitting down and discussing things uh, with her and, you know, writing stuff out myself. You know, what, uh, where do I want to get, uh, you know, in five years and ten years? And, you know, uh, you know, I would like to have 20 trucks. I don't think she wants to have 20 trucks. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I think she's, lean, you know, she's, she's brought in the – uh, it, well, I'll let her explain her stuff. So she brought in a couple other ideas that we talked about, and uh, uh, but basically, me and her kind of working together, and I think we're really striving for the same goal. We're just kind of both looking at it uh, different directions right now. I'm not sure who's going to win the Actually, battle. Actually, let's bring Becky on, and she can give her insight into this business goal you guys have. Hi, Becky. Hey, how are y'all? Good. How you doing? Doing well. We're doing good. So doing good. Rush says I did want to add. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to add to what he said. We our first CMC was 2014 in May in Kansas City, and that's when we first wrote down these goals. And from May of 2014 to now, we in that time have added two trucks. So. Writing them down and and doing that truly does help. Because before it was, we always planned it on, you know, kind of like you all did. Yeah, we want to do that. We want to do this. But we never really wrote it down in detail. And then when we wrote it down in detail, we met people that actually helped make those goals happen. Isn't that amazing? Yep. That's just amazing to me. (laughs) So... Yeah, he wants 20 trucks. I think I'd rather do owner-operators. I think I'd rather let them own the trucks, and I'll just take the money off the top. That seems like a better plan to me. So we're in the process of fine-tuning. We know what the goal is. Just like he said, though, we're constantly tweaking how do we get there. Exactly. Yeah, and it's a—I yeah. I mean, it's an everyday process. This, this is something we talk about. I would say every day, absolutely every day, we talk about it. You know, what, you know what we, um, which direction are we going with it? You know, so it's—I mean, it's an everyday process. You know, since we're in another trust, and you know, I mean, I, I mean, I'll write down, you know, what we've done and and what have you. I go back and look at it, and uh, I'm assuming she does the same thing in her truck. Uh, but, yeah, uh, one of these days, uh, I, I'm sure we'll come together on the goal. I, I'm sure we'll reach the goal. I'm not sure we're going to reach the goal. It may be a happy medium, or she may win. I don't know if she's the boss. I think. <laughs> yeah. But it hel- helps you guys focus, right, to to be able to to write things down and look at it every day and talk about it uh, with each other and stuff. I think that's one of the strengths that uh, a couple out here on the road whether it's like Melissa and I, where we're in the same truck, or you guys in separate trucks, is you you work on the goals together, and it gives you a chance to to not just write them down, but it gives you that other aspect of talking about the what you're trying to do, so you can so you can tweak what you're doing and so on. Yeah, exactly. Constantly bouncing ideas off each other. Right. Yeah. 
right? You know, uh, uh, sometimes I win, sometimes she wins. I, and it's, uh, that's not a good way of putting it. But that's, uh, you know, um, uh, you know, whatever we're discussing, sometimes, uh, you know, my idea is better and, and I can swear my way and sometimes she sways me her way. So, and it, it, and it works well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's all a little bit of give and take. So, um, I... I do want to add something to the process of the goal setting, though, and that is everybody always writes down, well, the the things that you mentioned, the five things you mentioned, but there's one key that if you don't write it down and you don't know what it is, it's going to make it harder to achieve those goals, and that is what are you willing to give up? Because trust me, if you're setting a goal to do something that you haven't done before, you're going to have to give up something that you're doing now. So if your goal is to read more books or listen to more books, you're going to have to give up TV or uh, games or w- whatever it is you're doing. If you're wanting to run a marathon, which is a goal I'm working on right now, you're going to have to give up sleeping in. You're going to have to give up um, uh, eating foods that aren't good for you. Uh, if you want to be a little better fi- off financially, you're going to have to give up maybe your high car payment. Maybe you're going to have to give up going to the mall and eating out all the time. But you better have that thing in mind, and you better know what that thing is, and you better be committed to giving it up. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's very true. Thank you for pointing that out. I forgot that one. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I've given up home time uh, this year uh, to get where we are. Uh, that's fixing to end in a couple of weeks. But yeah, I mean, I've lived since Christmas. I've been home one time, and I, that was good without the. Yeah. So, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, you definitely got to give up a whole, you know, or maybe not necessarily a whole bunch of stuff, but she's right. Yeah, you definitely got to give up stuff to get where you're going. All right, and, and it's good to, to write that down because just like with the goal, you won't actually do it until you write it down. It's something about putting ink to paper that makes you commit to it. I don't know what it is, but it works. It works so, exactly. uh, Becky, tell yeah, tell us a little more about your uh, personal goal while running a full marathon. You haven't done that yet in your running career, I guess you could call it. Tell us a little more about that. Well, the date is set. It will be the Route 66 uh, uh, marathon in Tulsa. And so that is the goal, to finish the actual full marathon on that date, and then um, there's another goal that's in the works that we alluded to a little bit at the CMC, but Kim Cockerham and I are going to do a half Ironman in Florida. So she's already done a full Ironman, and so we decided we would do the half Ironman in Haines City, Florida, uh, next April. So there's going to be a lot to be given up to be able to do that. I would say that sounds like fun, but it sounds like hard work to me. <laughs> so yeah, I love it yeah. for people who don't. Yeah, 
for people who don't know, can you describe uh, describe the full Iron Man and then, of course, you know, the half Iron Man is obviously half of that, but what is a full Iron Man? A full Iron Man is a 2.4-mile open water swim. You do that first, and then you do a 112-mile bike ride after the swim, and then you do a full marathon after the bike ride, which is 26.2 miles, and you must complete that in 17 hours. There is no um, grace for age or disability regardless of how old you are or I know there's been people that have done full Ironmans with prosthetics, um, people that have done them at 84 years of age. You get the same 17 hours as the 20-year-old. doesn't matter. But that's a full Ironman, and then so, of course, a half Ironman would be instead of 140.6 miles, the half would be 70.3 total. That's still pretty tough. <laughs> yes, I have one word for that. Insanity. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what you can do, though, until you try. So that's just it. You put yourself through to see see just how tough am I, really, or am I a big weenie? I don't know. We'll find out. Yeah. Or are no, you on let the me get side? The... Yeah, are you on the crack right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're gonna pay for that, Russ. Oh, <laughs> uh, so the, oh, I'm sure I will. I I think Melissa should join us, but you know, oh there's my plenty God. of time to train. Yeah, I'd have to have like uh, some kind of an out of body experience in order for that to happen. <laughs> Maybe you're on the crack pipe. <laughs> yeah, I need a crack pipe. Uh, it's the only way it's gonna happen. <laughs> so the the dates. Uh, let's see, the half. Iron Man is before or after the full marathon. Which one comes first? Oh, that full was, marathon. Oh, the full marathon will come first. It's November twentieth. Okay. So and then the half a couple Iron of months. Okay. Yeah, we All don't right. know the wow. exact date. We know that that same race was run in April this year, so we're expecting that it will the one in twenty seventeen will be run in April uh, as well. So we're just kind of guessing that that one will be in April. Don't you have a few more races lined up in between there? Oh, yeah, I've got several halves in between there at Disney and all kinds of places. So, yeah, we got got a full running schedule this fall. Here's what I think is funny. I mean, you you obviously have some kind of connection to running, otherwise you wouldn't. But if anybody asks you if you like running, what do you tell them? As far as the goal setting, or do I like running? Yeah. If I asked you, do you like running, what would you say to me? I hate it. (laughs) (laughs) I hate it except for... (laughs) No, it's actually kind of funny. Running, and most runners will tell you it's a a love-hate relationship. When when you're pulling your butt out of bed at 4 o'clock, to go run before it's even light out time, you hate it. When it's hot and humid, you hate it. When you're having a bad day, you hate it. But then all of a sudden when you see that time and you manage to shave off a little bit from last week, you kind of like it. 
on race day, you love it because all the friends and the food and you get bling and it's fun. You love it that day. You always love it that day. Um, when you see what you can accomplish, I didn't do my first half, which is 13 miles, until I was 50. So wow. to be able to start accomplishing that, and I'm not the only one. I have found uh, running, there's there's people, um, there's an 84-year-old nun that's done like six or seven full Ironmans, and she didn't do her first one till 55. Wow. So there's a lot of people that have come to these sports kind of late in life. So the fun part is that the hard part's never fun. And you never like that part. But the fun part is is seeing just where you've come from where you started, how far you've come. Just by setting goals and doing a little bit at a time, it's amazing what you can actually make your body do, how you can make your body run when it really doesn't want to run anymore. And I've been in races like that where I was sick or whatever and you just don't feel like doing it. But you just kind of keep going, and then all of a sudden you're at the end. It's like, oh, my gosh, I finished. When are we signing up again? And that's usually the first thing you say is, when are we signing up again? Even though 20 minutes before you were like, whose idea was this? This is dumb. Why am I even here? Why am I even doing this? So, yeah. Well, maybe runners runners are schizophrenic. Runners are schizophrenic, schizophrenic. Well, Becky, maybe I'll start running when I'm 50. I got I got 15 years to work up to it, so maybe I'll do it then. <laughs> I'll start running. Uh, okay, that's a good excuse. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got, we got a couple minutes left on the podcast. I want to go back to the business goal that you guys have work on working on. Um, you guys started working on building a fleet in 2014. Is that correct? Well, that's where we first wrote down the goal when we, that was the first CMC that we went to. So we already had two trucks. That's okay. Yeah, we already had two trucks in. We had mine and his, okay. and right. so that's where we first wrote down the goal. Yeah, and it's okay. Been, uh, and you, you're... Go, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, I'm just going to say it's been. Um, uh, been an interesting ride ever since. Uh, it's been good. It's been bad, and uh, but we've, uh, uh, we've we've moved forward uh, throughout the whole process. So the you know the goal setting and goal writing and bouncing off ideas off each other have been you know worked awesome. So what goal did you write down in 2014? You already had two trucks. What did you want to do? Um. We wrote down that we wanted, I believe it was 10 trucks, wasn't it? I don't have I my book from 2014. I, yeah, I don't, I don't have my book in front of me either. I, I, uh, I'm, well, I'm away from my truck. so. I, I do still have it, but it's at the house, the one from 2014. But if I, I we'll remember just go correctly, it was 10 trucks. Yes. And what was your time yeah. frame on that? I believe it was five years, was it not? Yeah, I think it was five years. I'm pretty so sure it was five we're, years. We're pretty close to being on track. So we've got almost half, and we're nowhere near. Well, we are near. We're near the halfway point in time. So you know what? Right. And what uh, Rebecca said earlier, um, 
you know, if the goalpost needs to get moved, that's okay. It's yep. as long yep. as you're making forward progress. That's what's right. important. And sometimes you need to shift those goal points. Sometimes the the goal or the goal point itself has to shift to make things work, and that's that's okay. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I talked about the fact that we wanted to buy our trailer by September 2014, and we bought it in July, so we accomplished it early, but we actually wanted to be on with Landstar in April. Um, but we didn't end up actually with our first day until the end of May. So, I mean, we were a little late on that one, but that's okay. You know, as as the saying goes, shoot for the stars, and if you miss, at least you hit a cloud. At least that's what I like. Exactly. That's it. Well, especially on goals like that when it's dependent on somebody else, uh, sometimes you're going to have to be on their timetable. Um, if it's a goal that you're completely in charge of, well, then you've got a little more control. But like your Landstar thing, you, you know, you couldn't get on to Landstar until they said, yeah, we right. approve you. So you're kind of at their mercy on that one. And some of those, you you know, it, for people to understand, you may have to change some stuff on goals that depend on other people. Right. And, and even if it's you're fully in charge and maybe there's extenuating circumstances or you overestimated your ability to do the goal, yeah, just that simple. if you have to change the time, that's fine. As long as you're fully in control and you're tracking it and you're making forward progress. Don't get discouraged if you miss your date. That will happen. Correct. Well... I think we had an excellent show today, and I want to thank everybody for coming on and sharing their stories. Yes, and, thank you. And we hope this helps anybody who's looking to become an owner-operator or set any other kind of goal, no matter what it is. Absolutely. Definitely. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, we'll Russ. Thanks, Becky. Talk to you on another yep. show. Okay. So... That is pretty much all we had for tonight's show. If you have any questions, comments, or topics that you want us to cover, you can go to Facebook and search Trucking 101. We have a page there. Like that page, and you can communicate through us through there. So we, uh, we appreciate everybody listening, and we'll see you another time.